0: Alexander! Aaron Burr, sir! Can we agree the duels are dumb and immature? Sure, but your man has to answer for his words, Burr. With his
1: life, we both know that's absurd, sir. Hang on, how many men died because Lee was inexperienced and ruinous? Okay, so we're doing this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, number, number ten, paces, fire! Welcome to Oopside Talk Politics, the left wing political podcast where we talk about politics. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly.
2: I'm Phil. And I'm (sighs) Daryl. We made it. (laughs) That silence says it all. Humanity
3: made made it after
1: years of dumb laws, which is our topic for the day.
2: (laughs)
0: Nice,
3: nice.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we somehow
0: persisted in the face of terrible legislation.
1: Yeah, so everything is, like, especially heavy and hard to follow and terrible lately. Mm -hmm. So we were like, let's just be loose and silly for a, a fortnight. So we're here. To... Let's see if we can do it without getting into depressing stuff. <laughs> yeah, let's see oh, if we it's, can... Oh,
0: it's going to happen. <laughs> it's uh, inevitable.
1: I'm... So, yeah. yeah. I we mean, each humans... picked kind of like a silly topic, and it's going to be a little looser than usual. It's going to be fun. Let's have fun. We have fun here, yeah. right, guys? Yeah, I, I love fun. Yeah, I politics fun is man. about fun. Let's bring the fun back to politics. Make America fun again. That's
0: yeah, motto. and I'm. A, I, it's just like a clown. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, so it's the same as right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I you <I'm> a president?
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: okay.
1: But, Doc... I am paliacci. <laughs> uh,
2: good reference. Uh, so humans have always been pretty stupid and have done stupid things. Um, just because, you know, people people want to have a stable, you know, stable life, so we look to it, we look to these government organizations, we we pool our resources and we're like, "How can we make rules and laws that will keep us safe, keep us fed, keep us stable, blah blah blah." Yeah, we need order in life, law and order. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. And, oh no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You know what they say, stable wife, stable life, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, that is that is what they say. <laughs> and uh, so if you look at, you know, the majority of history, the people in charge are generally monarchs. So we have uh, in earlier days, like, what? What? What is so funny? Am <laughs> okay. I, mean, I joking you No, you
0: just I just keep you? thinking
2: of America. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go ahead.
1: So ma- monarch has the root mono, which means one. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: to our credit, we we're the first country to be like, "Hey, it's dumb to have people be leaders just because of birth." Yeah, but yeah,
2: the first major one, at least. Yeah. Uh, and we, yeah, we, we did spark a lot of other, you know, anti-monarchical revolutions. But monarchs, monarchy was kind of like the thing, it, and you know, we often think of it as being like a medieval Europe thing, but it it was the thing everywhere for a long time in different forms. But still, the central idea is you have a ruler, and like Ryan said. Uh, mono for one, uh, the Greek arcane for rule, and great, we have monarchy.
1: And it makes sense because, like, in olden times, the gap between rich and poor was so huge that, like, most poor people didn't have, like, any education whatsoever. Kind of and, like, like now. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> but not quite, it, not quite. It makes... It, now, even yeah. oligarchy is different. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying it's good or fair, but like it makes sense why a certain class of people would be in charge of the other people.
2: And I mean, you know, Marx actually argued that the gap between rich and poor got has gotten worse since industrialization. Um, yeah, I, I can see that for sure. I don't know, actually know. Like, I don't know how you would quantify that. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons for uh, for monarchy being popular. But it's like kind of a natural progression from like tribal chieftains and on and. They just pass on their their. The thing is,
1: like if you have especially, a king...
0: especially he... with how well it syncs with religion, just being like, "Hey, one true yes.
2: God, one God anoints one man to rule over you." But even places that were not like like yeah. religious in that way also had monarchy. Like China was traditionally not religious in that oh, way. Yeah, true. But, they, but didn't they, still they have did...
1: the what was it? The cycle of heaven or something?
2: But it wasn't like go- the like, mandate. Yeah, of yeah it,
1: was, it, it wasn't, wasn't like
3: a
0: god. god
2: put me there. It was like I'm supposed to be there.
1: Oh, okay.
3: It wasn't
2: monotheistic.
0: Mono meaning one.
3: <laughs> uh, and, I, and I think a lot of that came that came after the fact, like Phil said, it came from uh, evolved from tribalism. I think it evolved from just like once things are set in a way, it takes a lot of active uh, involvement to prevent corruption in, yeah. in humanity. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's, so not even
2: it, a, it's not necessarily even a corruption thing. It's like it is. It, it is
3: in a sense because over time, uh, the people who, who like you want your son to be the inheritor of your state, of, inheritor of your position, inheritor of your business, inheritor of everything. And that leads to a natural uh, inequality because now yeah. uh, you're creating an upper class just because of, the, of your great-great-great-great-grandfather's accomplishments. But yeah.
2: you, you could argue, though, that they also were better equipped to lead because they had, from watching the king, uh, you know, like you see this in in, the, in movies where that romanticize monarchy more, like mm-hmm. yeah. like Disney movies and stuff, or or even something like, like Black Panther, right? It's like, I... I I was groomed to know what fair rulership is. Like if we put a, a farmer in charge and be like, it's equal now, like would he actually do a good job?
3: Yeah. Well, uh, that's, that's why it takes a lot of uh, forethought because the question isn't, uh, whether a king or a peasant is, is better. The question is whether
1: a peasant could be smarter as a king than a, yeah. Rich, yeah. a, mm-hmm. a rich snob. Right. Like, so, and when yeah, I yeah. talked about the gap, I don't necessarily just mean wealth also like opportunity and exposure yeah. where like now I feel like we have a society where we're, at least idealistically, where even the people, at least in our view of what we should do, the people at the bottom should still be educated well enough to be able to rise, whether that's actually true in an application. is. You also don't thing. have
0: to follow in your father's four steps as closely as yes. like if you were a Smith's son, it's like that's the trade you're going to learn and live off yeah. of, especially yeah. with how small the towns are. Listeners may be thinking,
2: this is not fun or silly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: this is uh, maybe I, our driest opening ever. But
2: let me... That's how I usually start out, right? Really dry. And then I'm going to warm you guys nope. up.
1: Uh, oh, <laughs> Cut it, this. Is that too
2: much? <laughs> <laughs> to delete this. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, uh, we, were, we we said America was the first country to do it, but I forgot to give credit. They, they were inspired a lot by Athenian democracy uh, yes. yeah, that's 2000 true. Two thousand years prior. So anyway, monarchy's is kind of silly. Even though we said, oh, it's a natural thing, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of silly things about it. Once you start passing... The powdered wigs, right? Well, but even before powdered (laughs) wigs, uh, when you're passing down, you know, this title, it kind of gets tricky sometimes. So in some examples, like when you die without a clear heir, what happens? Well, everyone and their brother or their father's sister's uncle is like, actually, I'm related to the old king and I'm going to take over. So you get a lot of really weird situations, like probably the most... Famous, maybe one of the most famous people in Western Europe is Joffrey William of Joffrey Baratheon,
1: right? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is uh, William of Normandy or William the Conqueror. Uh, you know, the guy who invaded England, made it, you know, the England it is today, blah, blah, blah. He claimed the throne, but, at the, like, he was the grandson of the old king's uncle on the mom's side. So it's like he's related, but. Does that is, like people would literally like he went to war over this because like that's enough of a claim for me to, you know, it, to actually push this claim. And if you Well, claim, it comes
1: from this idea that you have like noble blood, right? That like genetically yeah. you're better. Well, that's, the, that's the stuff but that comes they, after. They didn't
2: even frame it in in racial ways. It wasn't like it was like I I I have a legal right to this. It was like it was always it was usually framed in a legal way. Like I legally can claim this. Because the other people in charge, like th- this, was like a three-way civil war between. So the king dies, and you have his wi- his wife's brother trying to take the throne. So the f- brother-in-law, and then you have another of his brother-in-laws who was exiled to Norway, who's coming back with the king of Norway to take over, and then you have William across the channel saying, like, "I'm the grandson of the uncle, so I should be in charge," and and it's like. Uh, Like Sly was saying before, a lot of this is just used to justify it after, because it really is who, it's like, it doesn't matter who has legal, if you take over with your army, you're like, I, it's more like a a legitimacy thing, right? So you can say afterwards Mm -hmm. to the people, I am related to the old king.
3: Because Uh, a lot of it is basically uh, what people consider to be legitimate, like, as you can see, evidence by Trump's administration and, like, the stuff, all of a sudden, all the norms are disappearing right overnight, uh, a lot of a lot of things only exist because people believe in them. Like yeah. uh, we we accept them, and like uh, the divine right of kings is one of them. Like if you can't uh, argue your divine right more than somebody else's, they're not going to believe you. Yeah, th- yeah. And, it's, it, it's
0: like then anyone can be king at that rate,
2: right? Yeah.
3: yeah. It, How does
1: anybody prove any of this stuff?
2: They would sometimes forge documents, but oftentimes they would find like uh, I own a piece of land where this guy mm. is the duke because he was the Duke of Normandy. It's like well back when the you know normandy was founded i was the you know my yeah, uncle yeah, yeah. owned this piece of land like even even up from like 1300 till 9 till 18 something the every single king of england said they had the they were also the king of france and like you it's one of those things like you say it but you don't have control there so you can say you're king of France all you want, but you have no troops in France, so... I also assume
3: a yeah. popular support makes a big difference. Like if, it if it two does. People have, if if two people have equal claim, but one person is more popular, that probably has an effect on... Yeah, it, it is like you're saying. like it's, it's what people think is legitimate. So if you
2: say, you know, I'm just going to go attack my neighbor and take over the throne for no reason, the people to actually get those farmers to go and, you know, go fight is harder yeah. to do than if you're like, I'm the son of the king that you served before, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you know, it, it's just... Monarchy is just really silly when you look at it, like, long-term, especially. Like, when you look at Europe in particular, um, as this, as these relationships happen over time, they start to get more and more, like, related and inbred. Uh, you guys have probably heard this kind of stuff before. Yeah. Um, I talk
1: about this a lot when I teach recessive genes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It goes into what, what Ryan's talking about, the purity of
3: blood uh, does factor into it. and
1: uh, Yeah, especially
3: later on. Yeah. Like, in, in the age of absolutism and stuff,
2: Like it was very much like our blood is, has to be pure, so we're not going to marry out. And also... It's it's also a uh, a, you don't want to split your estates or wealth. So when you marry into another house, you're splitting your assets. But if you marry into your own house, you keep everything. Uh, So (laughs) brilliant. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, so over time, this this happened worse and worse, and to the point where I don't know if you guys knew this, but when World War One breaks out um, between largely Germany, uh, Austria, England, and Russia and France, the King, Kaiser Wilhelm II of Germany. King George V of England, and Tsar Nicholas II of Russia were all, like, first cousins of each other.
3: Yeah, like, And and, and that this is World War One, so, like... Yeah, uh, like when, 100 when, years we were, ago. Like Phil said, uh, we think of this in the medieval ages, and well, this is way past our time. This will never come back. Monarchy will never come back. It was only 100 years ago we shed this all, and right after that came dictatorships and Nazis and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like we're ne- this is, like, oh, this is way in our history, it will never come back, all this crazy shit. Mm. Yeah,
2: and, and like... Even today, the like uh, Queen Elizabeth, um, her you know the, the the family name is Windsor. That's a fucking fake name that they put on after World War One because <laughs> really? they were they were the uh, House of saxe Coburg and Gotha, which was a German house. That when World War One broke out and they were fighting Germans, they're like, we shouldn't have a German last name, so they changed <laughs> it to Windsor because they sounded more British. That's funny. <laughs> so like, they're actually Germans. Like if you go back far enough and they
0: uh, they own france the right to france right right
1: <laughs> and
2: actually the french that invaded england the normans were from descended from vikings so wow uh, you know so
0: it really is
1: just who's got the bigger army that's it y- yeah
3: it's kind of surprising they pulled out of the eu at that rate <laughs> <laughs> sure. it's one of those things that really highlights like um, how like a uh, power, uh, usually like it's more you know rich man's uh, war, poor man's whatever the t- term is. The poor people have to fight the rich man's war, little feuds basically. Yeah. Where yeah. it's basically like a family dispute over dumb shit, and and uh, all people died over this this really stupid nonsensical war. But they
2: don't. I mean, we say it's stupid, but like they're like it's between me owning all this land or nothing. You know,
3: like for them yeah, yeah. But like, at the end, it's all about their ego and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and people die for the sake of that. Like
2: and and uh, like you were saying before about the whole mandate of heaven thing. It was that's even in China like completely unrelated to this European stuff like they used it the same way like as an afterwards justification like there would be a civil war between five kingdoms and the one that came out on top would say I have the mandate of heaven because I won therefore I was supposed to win or else I wouldn't have do you know what I mean like a lot of this is just it's it's just to get legitimacy. It, it's funny
3: because now uh, what swapped that is the mandate of the people. What people say, yeah. I have the real will of the people. When the Republicans win anything, in, like they they win like one percent in any election, like oh we have the will of the people, we have the mandate of the people. Uh, you know that's why China, the like, Korean, North Korea, stuff like that that, call themselves the People's Republic of North Korea and stuff like that. It's like this uh, trying to ad- adopt democratic language, but now using it in, in lieu of divine right, basically. I mean, like, I oh, think it's
1: one of those reasons why Trump harps on the popular vote so much. Why like oh it's because people voted illegally because like. Like that, having like losing the popular vote and having more people vote for the other person does really yeah. hurt that public opinion. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, and, and like, uh, it also, um, the
3: idea is that the you know that's the real America shit that happens in our country where uh, there's there's ivory tower, uh, ivory tower elites. And then the real America, like the uh, Oklahoma, uh, Kansas, and Ohio, the uh, the rural areas. That's the real America, and, and all these elites are trying to destroy real America. I think that's also part of it because uh, uh, there's like the regular people, and then then there's all these other groups that are trying to corrupt the will of the actual people. Mm. Yeah. And then that's George society. Soros. Yeah. Going back to funny things, just to finish off this <laughs> Markey silly thing,
2: uh, since we're keeping it light. Um, the last funny thing about monarchs is how many of them have dumb epithets, like an a after name, because last names are kind of a new thing. I, I don't, like, that's why like, Jesus didn't have a last name. He was just Jesus of the place yeah. you so are. That was usually. Christ. Uh, so, um, a lot of times what would happen with, with kings and stuff, to, di- to distinguish them from their dad or their grandfather or something, they just get, like, another name. Like, famous king of France, Charles the Bald. Cool. He's bald. <laughs> uh, but, like, you get, you get better ones, like Charles the Fat. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Archibald the loser.
3: <laughs> I like that one.
2: Um, some of them are, are, are cooler like, you know, uh, Charles Martel got his name The Hammer from his, like, battle experience. Like, like that's a cool one. Mm-hmm. But imagine, like, your name is The Idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like well, I, the idiot. I
0: assume you don't come up like, you don't. Of course Your you people don't. don't do it. It's just history determines that you're
2: this. No, uh, no um, people call them this at the time a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, literally because so they don't. We've,
1: we've been we've been workshopping this with some test audiences, and our PR crew thinks that you should be Phil the idiot. <laughs> it's kind of like how Trump says, like, Lion Ted, and people yeah, just start Hillary going the
2: with crooked. it. <laughs> yeah, crooked Hillary Crooked.
3: Yeah. Hillary, uh, Lion Ted, Little Marco, all that shit, like, that's what became their actual names. Low Energy Jeb. One of my favorites, Constantine V,
2: they started to call him, uh, the... Sh- the cop- coprom- copronimus, which is like the shit named or like <laughs> dung named, <laughs> yeah. uh, and like especially if you if you're if you think your ruler sucks, like you're just gonna start calling him dumb names, mm. um, or like what was, I think I forget who what his name was Henry the Impotent, I think, uh, <laughs> and they were like they were like they had rumors that he was gay, and also he he's a terrible ruler, so they're just like whatever he he just is impotent, <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm gonna. You guys can look up your own. If you know, Harold Harold the Lousy. Come on, dude. Harold the Lousy just sounds like
0: some guy that lives in a really bad apartment complex.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, we we're used to hearing a lot of the the most famous epithets, like the Great. Oh yeah, um, you know. Yeah. But like the the the, the, the Sun King. The, I know that. Yeah, Louis the Fourteenth, cool right? Yep, yeah, you got it. Yes. Uh, the derogatory ones are more fun though.
1: So.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, that's my take on monarchy. It's silly, and it is. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright, so hi there. I wanna to talk to, <laughs> I wanna to talk to you about dueling. That's right. Hey there, I didn't notice you there. That's, <laughs> That's right. right. It's time doing. to <laughs> 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 Yeah, remember nice. that dueling people, like killing people basically legally was a thing?
1: Oh, uh, I thought you meant Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean he'd still kills people, I guess legally.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't I never really got how you could just kill somebody. <laughs> it, it's actually kinda
0: interesting. Uh, so dueling itself evolved out of the medieval judicial and chivalric practice of single combat. The former was used to defend your honor, which include, like, your estate, and um, the latter of which can, is actually pretty dumb. Like, for instance, take the pas de arm, which is a, a, a French term for passage of arms. What right. would happen is a group of knights would stake out a highly-traveled spot like a bridge or road, and other knights that walked through there had to fight them in order to pass.
1: So they're random Pokemon trainers? <laughs> yeah,
0: except, like, with swords. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, there is a sword Pokemon, Daryl. You play Gen 5. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's right. He's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, if a lady came by unescorted, they could make her leave behind a glove or a scarf so that a knight that might win a duel could claim it and bring it back to her, which I guess makes these guys both like thieves and wingmen?
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty
3: chivalrous. If anyway, I steal your uh,
0: thing and then give it back.
3: <laughs> old, school, old school chivalry is weird. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, anyway, different bodies of governments throughout history have tried to outlaw dueling. Despite how popular it was with the nobility and the aristocracy,
2: ear- let's just let's like also point out like Sly said before, we're like this is such an ancient stupid thing. Like a bar fight is like the modern version of like I'm macho, I got to go prove it by beating up this other guy. Yep, yep, yeah, definitely. especially
1: like when you know someone buys your your girl a drink or whatever. It's like that's yeah. kind of like a glove, I guess.
0: Yeah, the earliest instance of dueling being banned is is recorded at the. Um, In 1215, at the Vatican, which was the same council that defined what transubstantiation was. Which I was like, that's an interesting thing to do. Like, you're eating the body of Christ along with, we gotta stop these duels, guys. It's really (laughs) getting out of hand. Uh, France outlawed dueling in the early 17th century, despite that French officers continued to duel well into the 18th century, amassing 10,000 duels in a 30-year period between officers.
1: That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, But as the Enlightenment era rolled around, society's views of it began to slowly shift to seeing it as like a violent relic of the past, since it was more about like being civil to a person using your words and not your fists kind of a thing. Um, One of the things that helped is that when men needed to defend their honor against slanderous libel, they could use this thing that was kind of new at the time called a newspaper to, (laughs) to make articles that rebuked the claims. Another thing that helped is that um, England developed a set of rules which popularized the use of dueling pistols instead of swords and more importantly the presence of seconds which were people that each party could appoint to negotiate with each other to try and avoid the duel like to try and avoid bloodshed before they
3: Yeah, uh, if
2: you can they, if you can save your honor without getting shot that's nice.
0: Yep.
3: Yeah. That's the funny thing about this whole thing is honor as a concept because just an episode just how stupid it is like you have like the honor killing. None of us like, have any honor. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. You're the guy who says you spit in my eye. You disrespect me, and you're telling me that honor <laughs> yeah, doesn't so exist.
3: A, a, yeah, that's a fucking. That's fucking stupid that I say that. you like <laughs> right to laugh at me. But um, it's just funny because like, um, like, like, like uh, people would go to duels like and risk it all just for the sake of honor. Well, like, isn't not
2: it, it natural though to feel like you have some integrity that exists beyond like like that if if people can disrespect you then yeah, but like, he, okay. what, what okay. do you have?
3: Example is like Alexander Hamilton. Uh, um, Which I'll get to. He, he died in a duel. I'll get to. Uh, Spoilers. I'll get to. I'll get to. <laughs> but I'll use him as an example for my case. So okay. just wait. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> Why are we debating this? No, why, no. why Why? why, why? we just going to listen to Daryl talk for five hours and we finally get to it? No, but you can get to it like
0: as I get to it. Unless, unless you, do, right. you do. Sly sounds get to dishonored. It.
2: <laughs> Duel me for this, now, Sly. One
0: of the weird things about honor is, as I was reading about this, is that it became more like personalized as time went on, like in the Enlightenment era. Whereas before, it was literally like you're fighting for your land, your family, yeah. like all your possessions kind of a thing.
1: Well, that makes sense because in the Enlightenment era, I feel like we tr- at least attempted to shift towards more like ideas than just physical, yeah, property. Mm-hmm. Actually, the pro- I was going That's why I, I can't make
3: my case now. You, but you, you can, could, you I'll, can, you can make
1: it.
0: I'll just talk. I'll
3: just keep reading after. This. No, but like, but, but like, uh, property makes more sense. I'll just say property makes more sense to me than ideas. you Well, go that's because
1: you have no shame. <laughs> or property. <laughs> 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 True, but, but if right. I had to pick one, I'd pick property. <laughs> A big shame
0: <laughs> uh there were a number of coats that one had to follow to conduct a pistol duel um despite the act basically being illegal in a lot of places you couldn't duel on sunday you couldn't duel someone that <laughs> struck you or called you a liar or coward which i thought was interesting because it's they're like so be- beneath your dignity if you, they call you names you shouldn't duel them you couldn't wear any decorations that distracted your opponent's eyes you had to agree upon a place that was convenient for both the duelers and the medical professionals because they have to help the people there. Like, for instance, you couldn't duel far away from a doctor and you couldn't duel at a place that had walls in case you need to carry the injured person. Uh, You weren't allowed to wear glasses unless you were seen wearing them on the street. That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) When debating unexpected advantages like terrain and where the sun is in the sky, you'd flip a coin on each advantage to see um, who got what. You had to stand at least 10 yards apart. Pistols couldn't be cocked from
2: when the seconds hand them to the duelers.
1: Fox only, final destination. Where where is this
2: from? Uh, Like, are you talking about U.S. dueling or French dueling? and what time period? This is England. And Uh, this is,
0: um, I think, late 18th.
2: I'm just curious because it's like, I I bet different places also had different dueling rules. Different places
0: all had different dueling rules. This was just like a lot of general that I saw like agreed upon rules that a lot of people had. Um, um, so basically what happens, each person, there'd be someone that would, there'd be a signal that go off and each person would get one shot each. And then the offended party got to decide if they were satisfied or if they wanted to fire again. And the offended party also decides what the acceptable outcome is, which is like, do I want first blood or do I want one of us to die? And then exchanging more than three shots at each other was considered barbaric and was... <laughs> <laughs> you
1: shouldn't do that yeah that's that's when it gets too far so wait so each person shoots once and then they go like to the person who was offended they're like do you want to shoot him again
2: yeah like that do is... you want to continue this
1: or, or and is then do they both of get to shoot like, again or do they get yeah. a free they boast, shot they both shoot again oh, okay because a lot of times it's basically
0: sense. like do you feel like you defended your
2: honor well enough yeah. against this person it's the same way like again like with the going to the bar fight example I, ideally the part of your brain is like i don't want to die in a bar fight but as long as i get to punch him once maybe he gets to punch me once like i defended my girl or whatever it's yeah. like it's about the the show of it more than it is like i want to shank this guy with a beer
0: bottle
1: mm-hmm. that makes sense
2: i'm um, interest,
0: an interesting practice developed out of these rules that was called deloping which means purposely missing your target on your first shot so you can end the duel quickly this can be done by firing at the ground or in directly up in the air, which could also be seen as like a cowardly act because you're not engaging in the duel, but you could also say it exemplifies courage because you're going to let your opponent do whatever they want. Yeah. Or you could aim at them and miss them to try and preserve your dignity and hope you miss them since flintlock pistols were fairly inaccurate. <laughs> Yeah. Uh,
3: so why not why, So this is the wait, This is dumb thing because why not just not, not go the door oh, right gosh. like that's what your seconds are there to do they're there to say
2: like let's not like let's preserve your honor but I guess if it can't be preserved if he's like your wife's a whore and you're like she's not <laughs> it's like how do you how do you how do you get how do you move past it's one that? of
1: those things that like if you were if you back out from the duel you're saying like I'm too afraid to face you on the dueling ground. Mm-hmm. But if you shoot up you're like yeah. I'm the better yeah. man. Like I, yeah. I was reading about I will die I will I will leave my wife a widow to prove that she <laughs>
2: is But a lot kind of times of a lot of times in these situations though they would both just do that. Yep, yeah. It's just- both
1: both people could do it. Also, we're applying a lot of... We're trying to put, like, emotional logic into, like, the most toxically masculine <laughs> thing you could do, which is, like, you said a mean thing to me, I would rather die or murder than just forgive it. Yep. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, deloping wasn't a surefire tactic, however, since even if you mit- like you fire at them and purposely miss them, it gives your opponent the impression that you think so little of them that you're not willing to shoot them, which would incense them further. uh... Um, One of the most notable duels in American history was in 1804 when Vice President Aaron Burr challenged Alexander Hamilton, and this was over a letter published in a newspaper that made mention of a despicable opinion that Hamilton held of Burr at a political (laughs) dinner. Uh, Burr wanted Hamilton to disavow that he had ever expressed such an opinion to warrant the writer's description of despicable. <laughs> well, Hamilton replied that he was not responsible for the writer's interpretation. So they ended up dueling because some guy's, like, adjective that he used.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Hamilton this... did something, said a bunch of, like, bullshit. And At, then... like, a political
0: dinner, he said, like, you would not believe the things I heard, like, Hamilton say of this despicable <laughs> candidate. And Burr was like, whoa make him recant those words.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh Hamilton's son Philip died uh in a duel. Yeah,
1: just just recently in the duel. Yep. Our first yeah, his episode was on Hamilton. People oh, should yeah, know was. these things. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Uh, I, don't, I don't know if the, the uh, play got into it but his uh his daughter Angelica actually went to a mental hospital, a mental asylum after Philip died because of the, the trauma that happened. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, and also also Hamilton's financial, uh, uh, the family records were in a very tenuous state, and they all relied on ha- on uh, Hamilton living. So he endangered his entire family, their, their wealth, livelihood, well being. They made to lose a father just for the sake of honor. Yeah, and that's that why whole think, family was fucked by dueling. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's why that's why I say uh, like property makes more sense than honor. Honest to tenuous bullshit thing, and you're going to destroy it all just for you, because you got your feelings hurt. And that's why like Hamilton. It's best to be analyze it as why toxic masculinity is like the, like the worst thing ever because that's what it ultimately is this family, uh, and they almost be destroyed because of toxic masculinity. There, there was a reporter yeah. at the time Absolutely. that called
0: Hamilton's actions suicidal. Like just the fact yeah. that he was accepting his stool. It's like what do you like? What are you doing? Um, yeah. Another notable duel is that of Andrew Jackson and Charles Dickinson in 1806, which was caused because of a horse race, horse race bet that neither of the two were initially involved in, since the <laughs> dispute was between Jackson's friend and Dickinson's father-in-law. Um, since dueling was outlawed in Tennessee, the two men met in Kentucky, and before the duel, Jackson and his friend planned to let Dickinson fire first, hoping that he would miss the attempt because he's trying to be the first on the draw to hit. Um But since Dickinson was an an expert shot, he hit Jackson in the chest, narrowly avoiding his heart. Since dueling etiquette, though, stated that, again, you have to each, you can only resolve after each of you fire one shot, that gave Jackson the time to shoot the defenseless Dickinson, which ended up uh, killing him.
2: Not not defenseless, he shot him already. No, it's defenseless because you you, you can't do anything.
0: Like, it's like, I guess I get shot now. A kind of interesting thing to note here is that while places like the U.K. consider deaths and dueling the result of murder, the courts were always lax in applying the law. As a British newspaper pointed out in 1840 that said, uh, in England, there is one law for the rich and there is another for the poor.
3: Hmm. Hmm. Well, that happens a lot. Like, uh, if a society wants something to happen, a law yep. will often get spent just to allow that thing to I mean, to it's going. the
1: same thing, like, I know Phil has railed against us before, but, like, how the speed limit isn't really 55 because nobody drives 55.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah. again, you look at drug charges for, like, cocaine versus, yeah. like, meth yeah. charges. Yeah. Yeah, it, exactly.
2: It is, it is, like, one of those things that I think, if, even though, like, everyone's like, it is murder intellectually there are people who would see that it was like there's a difference between me going to murder someone and two people saying let's murder each other and, <laughs> yeah that's why i always find
3: it so weird like uh with the stand your ground ground stuff like uh there was a case a few uh a year ago or so where a guy waited in his house because he knew like these. oh were to stand come
0: your ground to... for people that don't know is you're legally allowed to kill people on your property they're trespassing yeah but, yeah.
3: Yeah, but one guy like w- he like these kids kept coming and, and uh uh, breaking his shit like repeatedly mm-hmm. so he just waited like in, the, in the, like the shadows and just murdered them and like while they were crying on the ground like bleeding to death he shot them again and people are like it's clearly myrtle and like uh yeah that's obviously fucked up but like it's, it's just fine it was just weird to me because now it's just like oh when's when's that line across like if he didn't shoot them all around the but that's still be murder like him waiting to murder them like premeditating that is that would that have been murder or it was the fact they shot them while they're on the ground that would become murder like, i would these, say all of those things are murder personally mm-hmm. i have like legally like when would that i wonder if
2: if I, I bet any any idea that it's premeditated and he's trying to like lure them in to kill them i bet you that always becomes murder mm-hmm. no, but i
1: understand like if you ever have justified killing then yeah. like even if this specific example seems more clear-cut i understand the argument that's like yeah. why draw the line anywhere If, like, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So here are some just uh, random fun facts about dueling I I found. In 1808, two Frenchmen are said to have dueled in air balloons over Paris, attempting to puncture each other's balloons, which (laughs) one man did, and not only did he kill his (laughs) opponent, but he killed his second that was in the balloon, too. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like the best Mario Party game. (laughs) Uh, 40 years later, it said that... um, Two Frenchmen then dueled, trying to scull each other with billiard balls. And th- this is all according to the Smithsonian. But, um, oh
2: my god. Both Abraham, According to
0: what? The Smithsonian. According to
3: guy Kaku. Yeah.
0: Um, both Abraham Lincoln and Mark Twain narrowly avoided duels thanks to the negotiation skills of their seconds. Uh, nice. the fo- Wait, with each
2: other? No, no, with, with, no. <laughs> That would—that's the best crossover event. <laughs> yeah.
0: The most ambitious. Uh, yeah, crossover. whatever. I was like trying to channel that meme. Lincoln was <laughs> reading about that was especially funny because Lincoln proposed fighting with swords on a plank of wood, which obviously would favor him because he's so tall and he had long. Also,
2: arms. he was a fucking like wrestler who always <laughs> like he was a really good wrestler. Yeah, not that it necessarily means you're gonna be better at sword fighting, but he's he was like a built. Buff dude.
0: And the guy he challenged later became a senator, which would be like a fun thing that the president tried to duel <laughs> you. Um, in, bragging, right, In the Ionian Islands in Greece, men would exchange sexually charged insults with each other, then slash at each other's faces with knives. And when the, nice. win- the winner <laughs> drew first blood, he would spit on the loser. <laughs> <laughs> and and lastly uh dueling is still allowed in many states today but in the form of unarmed non-lethal combat and also for some reason if you're like wow that like i I can't believe that americans would allow that i'm going to canada uh just last year canada abolished a bunch of old silly laws like one that prohibited dueling so now you can legally (laughs) duel in canada
2: And also, if you think it's stupid that people can unarmed fight each other, like, have you seen boxing
0: or MMA? Yeah,
3: like, people, people love this shit. MMA is, like, on the rise now. I mean, um, before yeah. that. One of the oh, differences there is
0: that you're, like, California allow, allows dueling, but you have to be, tr- like, there has to be a professional there to make sure it's a clean fight. Whereas, like, Texas just allows you to get into a fist fight with a person. Well, yeah, there's that
3: there's, there's <laughs> variations, but I think everyone wants, our, our species likes blood and violence. Yeah, I, and I,
0: it's level. definitely, I think, inherent to humanity.
3: Did you know that duel is based
0: around duo, which means two? No, it's based around <laughs> it bellum, which means
3: war. Also, if you say duel F with an A, it actually means two, so... Yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. Wow.
0: Maybe, maybe you were saying <laughs> yeah. I, we I dual, duel. Yeah, you have a duel,
1: duel. That's it, Ryan. Go.
0: I challenge you.
1: <laughs> I have a question, Daryl, about dueling. No, what? <laughs> In the Wild West, do you know anything about, like, the, like, meet at high noon... I didn't know a lot of stuff about the
0: Wild West dueling. I know it was popular in America, like the West and the South really loved their dueling,
2: especially in the West because the federal law barely applied. So it was like, (laughs)
1: that
0: that was another thing. Oh, just real quick, like speaking to Sly's point about like why would you do this? Is whenever you denied a duel, it was always, especially in the South, you were seen as cowardly and yellow-bellied. It's like yeah. this
3: man wouldn't duel this person, even though like he, they no must be one he must be a cook. Yeah, or, yeah <laughs> I, I understand the societal pressure. Uh, my my critique is like uh, when when it's like property, it's like some some tangible thing yeah. you know, a bit at risk. When it's about honor, it's like if you don't go to war to die and get yourself killed, uh, you're not being you're not you're being cowardly too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but it's like if
2: you depending on your on your position in society, because a lot of the ones all bringing up are like these are high ranking people in society. Yeah. If they lose the respect, if people are like. People are calling you a bitch. Are you a bitch? And you're like, I am, then like you yeah, kind I, of I, lose I, a lot of support.
3: Yeah, it's just it's just that society is stupid for
1: thinking right. that. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's, none of us are saying this is good.
3: Yeah. Not, I, it's I'm also gonna,
2: it's also
0: funny yeah. speaking to like Phil's point is actually like even if you win the duel, if you kill the other person like Andrew Jackson, people don't yeah. like you either. It's just such yeah. a dumb <laughs> yeah. thing. They're like, yeah, wow, I, he's I, a cold
1: blooded murderer. It's like, you <laughs> wanted me to duel. <laughs> What were we gonna say about high noon? <laughs> oh, so, so I always heard that that was like different, and this could be total hearsay. I don't know, but I always heard that that was like people would stand there, and the reason why it was always like tense on who draws first because you wanted them to draw so then you could kill them in self defense. Oh yeah, um, yes, that's, that there's it, that's probably that's, some truth to that. because uh, uh, then it's some... like, oh, he drew on me, yeah, so yeah. I killed him. Yeah. According to the shoot. Deadlands RPG, which is definitely canon. There's definitely zombies in <laughs> the Midwest. Canon to real life. <laughs> yeah, There's definitely zombies
3: in the Midwest. Uh, Deadlands is real. But according to the rulebook, uh, there's a the thing. The reason why you draw is because you want to make them think you're going to shoot, but the goal is to make them shoot first. So that way, uh, that way, if they actually shoot first, they are legally... Yeah, they're,
0: like, legally required to respond to that. This is just so dumb the way humans try and, like, get around laws to do illegal shit. No, it,
2: again, it's like, do it, punch me, bitch, <laughs> do it. And then you have to do it, then you can fight them, and yeah. it's, like, not your fault. So it's, basically,
3: you basically, it's basically, like, when you, like, uh, come at somebody really like, fast and, they, they, and then reactively punch you back. That's, that's basically what you're doing. Like, yeah. And you want them to do I, it so you I'm, can say, oh, self-defense. I, I still stand well, it's by my the point that's dumb.
1: Like, yeah, it's just, like, the most clichéd, like, Puffing chest asshole dude yeah, thing. Is. That's why is it, like, it's equivalent yeah. of basically doing. I'm not touching you, I'm not touching, <laughs> body, I'm not touching you. Yeah, but that's why like so much of this is grounded in like you're a wimp, you're a bitch, like all these kind of things. Because it's like from the most like you're not the most man possible, mm-hmm. which is yeah. so just the worst.
0: I mean, it goes back to like uh, the chivalry on the bridge where you're, they're stopping and It's like, well, if you're an actual knight, you would fight us, kind of a thing.
1: Uh, <laughs> just
2: saying, someone as uh, someone who grew up with a sister. And who would be very mean when I was a kid. And she would push me. Like, she would, like, get, like try to taunt me all the time. And when, if, I, if I would push her back, then she'd be like, Mom, he pushed me first. So she was trying to get me in trouble. I can't yeah. believe you were so,
0: ratting her out on her
2: podcast. And she actually listens to our podcast. Yeah, you know what? Too, I, so. I, know, I know you were five or whatever or seven, but I don't
1: care. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Daryl. Yeah. You mentioned that people were going so far out of their way just to, like, avoid this loophole of the law.
0: Yeah. Are you going to talk about taxes? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sly, are there any other examples of people doing that? Yeah, uh, so
3: originally I want to talk about bad laws, but that's kind of like a clickbaity bullshit thing if you ever try searching for that. like, uh, There's actually a Wikipedia article just about bad laws being bullshit because most of them aren't sourced, most of them are misrepresented, and most of them are just flat out lies. So instead, I decided let's talk about actual loopholes that happened because. People fucked up in writing a law, or they didn't think about certain edge cases when uh, writing a law. So first, we're gonna talk about stuff that uh, people might exploit, that you can exploit today if you're uh, smart. Uh, we can talk about stuff that people have exploited, and you can. There's still technically on the books, so you can go out and exploit them. And we'll talk about some of off the books, but within that window of opportunity, everyone jumped in on, on that on that bandwagon before it, it, that loophole was closed. So first, we're gonna talk about uh, Yellowstone Park and its Zone of Death. So, if you know about Yellowstone Park, uh, it's uh, across state lines, Wyoming, Idaho, and Montana. And uh, there's a uh, 50-kilometer area called uh, the Zone of Death, and it's basically lawless. Basically because because, uh, no one lives there, and uh, uh, there is um, a loophole of the Sixth Amendment, which dictates that a jury must be comprised of people from the state and federal district where the crime was committed. Because of this portion of Yellowstone is in Idaho, um, and the park itself is within the, within the, the jurisdiction of Wyoming, it means a jury uh, for a crime committed there will have to come from people who live in both Idaho and fall under <laughs> <onto> Wyoming's jurisdiction. <fair laughs> and no one does that. So it would be impossible to form a jury under on, on this uninhabited, uninhabited Oh my god, uh, you could the go court. there and duel and shoot first. Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so, uh, no one has, uh, so as far as we know, no one has exploited this, but like, it's one of those things where who knows? Like, if you're deep into the park where literally no one lives anyway, you probably could like
1: hide anybody there. At yeah. The... At
2: that point though, it doesn't matter if it's legal. You're hiding a body in a park. <laughs> yeah. So
1: like, is this <laughs> is this where Bigfoot lives? It's not that he's like a, a, a cryptid or like a mythological beast. He's just on the lamb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, uh, so this is like, uh, this is a law that's uh, currently on the books because of
3: a technicality. People are trying to close it, but no, so, sorry if you know, no one has uh, has used it yet. One that people have used is a law in North Carolina. Uh, th- they call him the Wee Wee Man. <laughs> I think you can guess. What Wait, this. don't talk about me
2: on the podcast.
3: <laughs> uh, so uh, little kids call me the Wee Wee Man because every day he comes out and he basically like uh, he's standing naked in this doorway because of uh, of, of public nudity laws in North Carolina. Oh. If you're technically in your door frame, you're technically not doing public nudity. You're technically I've heard about comedy. this guy actually. Yeah, yeah so because <laughs> you are him. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about this guy. I, I know him. I, I, He's yeah. um. So, like, basically, he every day he just comes out, kids walk by, a, a woman walk by. I'm going to go tell the
2: Wee-Wee Man something real quick. I'm not him. This Clark guy's Kent, really hunked
1: guys. Trust <laughs> me. I'm
2: taking off my glasses.
1: <laughs> I'll call for help. You go get the Wee-Wee Man. Yeah, I'm going to bring this letter to
2: the Wee-Wee Man. I'm going to see him for lunch.
3: Oh, I can't believe I married the Wee-Wee Man. <laughs> but yeah, this, this happened in 2015 where um, Huffington Post had an article about him uh, I don't know if they closed the loophole, but this is what we were talking about. Like, he's been doing it for decades. Like By decades, by 2015, he's been. He's I hope they everything.
1: clothed the, lo- the loophole. Am <laughs> I right, guys? Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, but,
3: but yeah, but the article talks about how uh, the, the, the people will keep coming to police saying, Please, every day this guy is fucking drunk, just hanging there. And the police say, We can't do anything. We literally can't do anything. There's no law against this.
1: No, it's There's weird. nothing in the rule book that says he can't be the wee wee man.
0: It's weird how yes. even when they fix the law again, you can't, like, do anything to get him. You can't be like, Well, we changed the law, so now you have to get arrested for your crimes. When he was clearly doing something that was indecent.
3: Yeah, but, like, it wasn't legal. That's, so that, that's why I'm saying it. <laughs> So, speaking of indecent but not illegal, and the law that you can exploit today. Okay. I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave. I'll leave the uh, twist for later. But put, put the children to bed, folks. You're
1: <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> saying
2: yeah? You're saying you're not clickbait. You're like politicians hate them. Ten crazy things it's you can do today. Time
1: for oops! I talk politics after dark. <laughs> All right. So this woman uh, worked with a guy for fourteen uh, years,
3: and uh, she, uh, it's in Minnesota. She worked with him. And after, uh, for after years of working with him, there's a period of six months when she said, All of a sudden, I noticed my coffee really started tasting funny. Oh uh, no. I and too. I think you can guess where this is going. Uh, and finally, one day, she caught him drinking off into her coffee. What? That's off. That I, hear, I heard, a heard a about crime. this one too. No, she to went to court. In 2017, uh, as of 2017 I said December 2017, so I think it's still uh, uh, technically legal. She went to court and tried to uh, sue him for sexual assault. And Minnesota judge said, technically, it's now a sexual assault to jerk off into your coffee. So, if you're Minnesota, if you want to drink off into your friend's coffee, you can still do it. For, I, I for hope that years. judge
0: I, got a surprise in their coffee.
2: No, I, I bet that she's appealing the case on a different crime than, Like, like tampering with someone's food or drink or something has to be... Like, m- making someone unknowing. making you someone have un-
1: such faith in our justice
3: system. <laughs> because going to because the post what she's doing it right now. I'm assuming she tried that and it failed. So what she's doing right now is trying to... Get the loophole closed, saying this is sexual assault. Mm. So if, if, yeah, that's if she, awful. Yeah, if she if she could do that, she would have done it already. So I assume she couldn't. So now she's trying to make it so no one else will go through what she did. Where six months of drinking semen coffee. Oh my god. Yeah, and so that's like uh, talk about having faith in our justice system I and humanity. Can't believe uh, we're gonna...
0: at the beginning we said our episode was fun. <laughs> <Yeah>, it <this laughs> is fun. <laughs>
3: so th- this is this is uh, article from the Atlantic. Uh, the headline is: Not wanting kids is entirely normal. And uses this, use this example of a loophole that was exploited in Nebraska in 2008. It was not open for a very long time. It was closed by November of that year. So in this very short time, this happened. They decriminalized child abandonment. Uh, the move was part of a to make a safe haven law. Th- decide, uh, you know, designed to incre- uh, address the increased rates of infantis- infanticide in the in the state. Like other safe haven laws, parents in Nebraska felt un- unprepared to take care for their babies could drop them off in a designated area without fear of arrest or prosecution. Wait, 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 They created a zone where you could just leave children? But a lot of states have this law, the safe a law, where uh, to prevent the infanticide... So they don't leave them be... in a
2: dumpster, there's like a spot.
3: Yes. That's weird,
1: though. But okay, no, I understand, I understand the necessity for that. Yeah, so but, this is like
3: yeah. an important, this is important,
1: uh, they were trying to do the right thing here. Yeah. But
3: they may have a fatal error with their law. They did not leave an age limit for the dropped off children. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, by by, by a couple months in, 36 people have left... uh, uh, 36 children have been left in state hospitals and police stations. 22 of the children were over 13 years old. Oh, my God. A 51-year-old grandmother dropped off a 12-year-old boy. Uh, One father dropped off his entire family of nine children from ages 1 to 17. Oh, my God. Dad of the year. Uh, (laughs) Others drove from neighboring states to drop off their children (laughs) once they heard they can ban about percussion. (laughs) And on November 28th, on 21st, the last day, this woman drove... From, Cal- from California to make the deadline.
1: Over 1,000 miles. <laughs> to make the deadline. To drop off her 14-year-old son. So, so she was her imagine son saying... Imagine that. Imagine being in that car. Yes. Where it's like, we're driving for like 15 hours just so I can abandon you, you shit. Well, she probably like, we're
2: going, to, we're going to Disneyland. Exactly.
1: She said, imagine you're that kid. Your mom's like, we're going to Disneyland. And you drive for 15
3: hours. And you're like, I'm never, you're in Nebraska, a state you don't even live in. And I'm never going to see you ever again. Good luck, ass. Uh, so she drives okay. off.
1: I don't want to defend these people. Wait, no. But I have to say that if this was, if my parents knew about this, there's no way 15-year-old Ryan wouldn't have ended up in a Nebraskan hospital. <laughs> yeah, I, I can actually no think of some way. kids that should have be been
3: dropped off. But That's, that's why this article uh, uses uh, uh, this to argue the case. Because uh, in our society, we talk about uh, childless couples as being uh, inherently selfish. Like, oh, if you don't have kids, something must be something wrong with you. In reality, some people shouldn't have kids. And mm. uh, they feel trapped by kids. And uh the pressure it, people probably felt pressure to have children and they felt it's and they, also, they, they
0: also yeah funny thinking about like you know you hear this from the right talking point about the second amendment a lot where it's like you can make it legal people will find ways to do it where it's like well if you'd make it legal people will do it in like record numbers
1: kind of a thing like they'll they'll <laughs> yeah. be gross but that's also the same argument used against legalization like the, if you make it legal it encourages people to do it um, yeah I, so, you know, don't, I don't necessarily
0: com- disagree with that. It's just well,
1: it's complicated. Th- I mean,
0: I, I mean, with criminalization, there's more of a talk of like how dangerous the substances are and what you can do yeah. to
3: stop. I generally think like laws, like if if people are going to do it anyway, uh, criminalizing it, especially something like drugs, where uh, you should be
1: helping people not. Prosecuting yep, them. Yeah, yeah there's like, there's obviously much larger issues than just like if it's illegal or not. These are the direct effects. Like, yeah, it's yeah. more complicated. Than that. And yeah, like and true. like this this,
3: this this law was to help a a specific case, and they got abused for, for shitty parents to drop off their kids. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like so like uh, you know uh, laws dictate are supposed to uh, guide our behavior and you know give us incentives or disincentives for behavior. Uh, so you you know you have to be careful how you make these laws, or else you're gonna have situations like this one <laughs> where this happens. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I wonder how many of those kids grew up to be the peepee man. <laughs> it's the wee wee man.
1: It's the wee wee man. Right. You I, mean, I mean, I'm not like, I don't Phil. care. Yeah, I don't care what name you call
2: <laughs> him, but like, it's the wee it's the wee man.
1: <laughs> that's the honor. That's the honor. Uh, the honorific that Phil's uh, subjects give him when he's king. He's yeah. Phil the wee wee man. That was going to be funny. No, my no I'm going to call him Phil the peepee. <laughs> so it's not just the people that are insane, though. Tell us about that, Ryan. Okay, so I want to give a little bit of backstory. I had no idea what to do for this episode, and I had I had a really weird dream about James Comey, and I decided, I woke up in a cold sweat, and I was like, I'll do weird scandals that people do when they're so in So you Calvin. woke up in a, Wait, hold on. You woke up in a cold sweat <laughs> by James Comey.
2: That's called a wet dream, right? Yeah, <laughs>
3: right.
1: That's... It was cold. So, anyway... I tried to find a couple really weird cases of people in some sort of elected position going through scandals that were a little more interesting than just like the usual corruption. So I want to talk about a councilman named Warren Turner, who was a councilman in Charlotte from 1993 to 2010 when he was fired and he was re-elected four times and he was pretty popular but then what happened was a scandal broke out in 2010 where all of a sudden a report came out that the previous year in 2009 while he had been the councilman this was his 16th year he showed up to a construction site and displayed a state-issued gun that he had and And he pretended to be a code enforcement officer in the middle of the night, took his gun out, held all the laborers uh, at gunpoint, and demanded they stop working on the building site, which was in his council district. And the weirdest part about it is... People tried to find out why, like, the press kept interviewing him, and he refused to tell anyone. He kept saying, like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And then they did a full investigation, over which, I'm gonna get less fun like everybody else, over which they realized that he also had five people accusing him of sexual harassment. So like, he's a bad guy. But... They, were, they had this this investigation. They're like, we have proof that you definitely did this thing that you like went and just held a construction site at gunpoint and he was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about and to this day he won't tell anyone why he did it. Uh, <laughs> it sounds 100% like...
2: of a hundred yeah. percent he was drunk that night. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, 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 was of... I was wondering if he maybe had a mental breakdown or something but like, I'm also wondering like, if that uh, construction of that building was, like, causing problems from, like, a local, like, mafia or something like that, and they were like, you gotta stop this. Oh, uh, I I was
0: thinking super small level where it was giving him, like, headaches in the morning. He's like, I have to stop this construction. It could be that, too.
3: I, I, figure, but my, I figure I my, my original thought was like Somebody wanted him to stop it He tried to stop it legally He couldn't So he's just like He just got drunk one day Or something And he's like I gotta stop that fucking construction. Yeah he's thing. just
2: sitting in his, his office Super drunk He's like How do I do it How do I do it I, I, There's only one way to do this <laughs> Just fronts out there With this gun And then he, as he's standing <laughs> there Holding your, people at gunpoint
0: According to his ability <laughs>
2: yeah, He's pointing the gun at them And now he's like I don't know what to do next <laughs>
1: Just stop! I can't stay here forever holding them up at gunpoint. I, I, I love that he pretended to be a code enforcement officer. Like when someone doesn't have the right permits, that's what they do. They hold them at gunpoint, demand they stop. Because
2: he was probably just gonna try and talk them out of it, and they're like, uh, "No, like, do you have paperwork?" And he's like, "I didn't think of that either." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who needs paperwork when you have a gun? This is that's my true. paperwork. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. So now I want to move over to Tennessee. And this story is from 2013. Where... So this is William Blakely, who was the vice mayor of a Tennessee town. And he was also the alderman. And there was a series of complaints that they had gotten dozens of calls complaining about this this mystery person for the last three to four years. That Apparently there was a man who would... Drive his car over ninety miles an hour, and then put his penis out the window and masturbate. <laughs> oh what is with all these people and their ding dongs? Wait, while driving ninety? Yes. So he would be driving ninety miles an hour. <laughs> it he would was like stick his, his pe- dog.
3: <laughs> wait. He so he only. St- <laughs> st- wait. So he only stuck out his. Pe- he just stuck out his penis, right? Yes. Okay. Because because I've seen stories where people masturbate while driving at that speed. That's- no,
1: he would be driving that speed, and then no, and then he would take his penis out and drive. Go, no, because I saw people They'll be masturbating Outside their window While driving at that speed That's yeah, this guy That's this
3: guy That's what he would do No, but he'll he'll be So, like, he just I'm just wondering, like Was he actually jerking it while, Or was he just having penis out Yeah, he was jerking it Okay, so this is that guy I was thinking about, okay <laughs> I need
2: to clarify This is that guy I was thinking about I
1: need to paint the image In my head So, so I was trying to figure out How many people know about him (laughs) and apparently finally he was identified in a lineup and they were like shit that's the vice mayor (laughs) he wasn't the mayor at the time but apparently he would he would drive up to people and yell at like and 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 he would yell at people out the window telling them to like take their clothes off and like he would look directly at them as they as he sped fast as he sped past them wow i'm like i think that that's terrible but also how do you drive that fast and do that yeah, I don't... That's
2: do what that. I was actually wondering. I'm like, this seems impossible, like, <laughs> like physically, because I, unless you're, like, in a really desolate road with, with like, nothing for
0: miles, it like, how do you... It looks like a go... small
1: town in Tennessee. Yeah, so.
0: like, if it's a rural area, there could be a lot of, like, flat land, and I guess that's also, the perfect also, whacking material. Also, <laughs> I gotta you know give, by,
1: it...
3: by being alive, Phil, is that if you have a fetish, guys <laughs> will do anything to get... Get off. Yeah. Like,
0: they don't yeah, do anything yeah. to get, get that off. They're, they're, they're just the worst. You got to hit that next high, which includes going 90 <laughs>
1: miles an hour. Yeah. So I just want to give a little bit of credit to Huffington Post, this article written by Hillary Hanson, because the first line of the article, it's, William Blakely, former vice mayor, allegedly drove 90 miles per hour with genitals out window. <laughs> Objects in mirror are larger than they appear. <laughs> Pretty good. So now the reason why I thought about this, aside from like, you know, James Comey. <laughs> i, I had yeah. my dream? Go on. How are these yeah. was because... Speaking
2: of getting your fetish <laughs> off, no matter what.
1: So we have mentioned yeah. that Divisive Issues, our, our co-podcast, started because Sly, I, and Joe would go to this bar and just yell about comics for a while. And every once in a while, we would yell about something that wasn't comics. And Sly told me this story about a man. This man, he's from Michigan. He was running for the House of Representatives. And what happened, he was 24 years old, and he actually was, like, a favorite to win. And then a story came out from when he was 15 years old. Sly, do you want me to talk about it, or do you want to talk about this man? Uh, I, uh, I, I want to talk about it if you don't, if you don't mind. You can <laughs> Go right ahead. You were the one who told me about it, and I it took me a little while to find him, but yes, please tell me about him and his favorite activity, which this article refers to as cranking. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so
3: first, let's explain cranking. So, I, I, came, I go to Ryan and Joe saying, so there's a fetish where, where guys get off when they see a woman failing to start a car. Like, they're pushing a the pedal, and they can't get this car started, and the guy's are like, that's so hot, you know, and that's their <laughs> fetish. Okay. Right, so I said, I said that, so, Daryl Phil, is that weird? Yes. Daryl?
0: I'm trying to think about it. Because you have, like, the fetishes of, like, when people, like, pop stuff with their
2: feet. But they don't get like a fit sexually aroused.
0: Um,
1: I have to say that you, the listener, no, to no, the no, listener, people, you people... just heard. This is breaking news. You just heard Daryl discover one of his fetishes on the internet. <laughs> no, <that's
0: not laughs> I'm just trying to think about, like, where
2: does the sort of the oh, he, Great. New episode like, for Daryl. Daryl is... the Cranker. No,
3: the, the, the fetish is, like, the girl... You, you see a girl trying to get a car... There's videos. There's a video of a girl yeah, trying to get a car started.
0: I, I feel like it has to relate in some way to some kind of, like, internalized misogyny of, like, women... That's what concerned. I said! Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay,
3: so Daryl... Okay, so Daryl... This is why I said the story. Like, this is fetish where this happens and Joe Ryan and Brian were all like, "Yes, no normal slide." Like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you I said,
1: in I said, I understand why people have that because to me, it feels like an extension of like the damsel in distress trope, and like fixing a car is like a traditionally macho thing. I'm not saying that it's right. No, to but get wait, off on guys. this But I'm saying I get why people feel yeah.
2: this way. I, look, I I I think like the the thing that's making does, make, making me think this is crazy <laughs> is like you you're saying that because you can intellectual intellectually understand like some root uh feeling like I want to women can't do this, I can go help them with it, that makes me powerful into I can literally get hardened from this and jerk <laughs> off.
3: Like Well like fetishes are weird because a lot of them are developed before you, you hit puberty, I think. Like that's like if you like if you go to sc- uh, like a private school, where girls have a lot of stockings, you'll get a, a
1: fetish for leggings and stuff like that. Oh, I just want to say, I am not here to kink shame anybody. As long as the woman knows that you're doing this and is into <laughs> it, that's fine. Go right ahead. can unsuspecting women. I think I the thing I think
0: to at least defend myself against feels like accusation is because there are so many insane fetishes out there. I like I too try not to kink shame where I'm like this is like I have no idea how this even works or how you're wired this way but i try not to judge so the most i do is be like where does it come from and then once i got that i'm like okay then my like curiosity is done i, I feel like another part of it has to be that you have to really like automobiles no probably. you're you're just a
1: you're a fucking craker okay i want <laughs> to hear this i want to read a quote real quick from susan block a phd and she's a featured sexologist from hbo's real sex great she this is her quote about why people get turned on by cars. The basic kinetic movement is a masturbatory motion. The muscles releasing and contracting as the foot (laughs) rubs repetitively against the phallic symbol, which is the gas pedal. Men think of themselves as cars. The vroom of the engine reminds them of their own libidos being revved up by this hot woman. To be fair, a
3: lot of things uh, can really be back to... Like, guns are basically, like, Penises and stuff. Gun, like that. Guns
0: are like, way more like explicitly like a, a masculine explosion of power kind of thing. Whereas, yeah. like a
3: car, I'm like, eh.
0: You're inside of it, you... first of all. Oh, okay, so imagine oh. like you're. Well, we, he's the car. We gotta stop. We're
2: becoming the fetish explanation podcast. Also, look, it's like, look, you can you can say everything's a phallic representation yeah. of something. Yeah, oh, but yeah Because the, because the cylinder is a good shape for a lot of things. Like ro- everyone's like, oh fucking rockets. Why do they have to make them look like yep. penises? Yep. Because you, you, it's aerodynamic. Like,
3: yeah, you can you can stick your dick in the gas <laughs> tank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh god.
1: So okay. So. Let's get back to to this uh, this Republican candidate for Michigan State House. All
3: okay. right. So the story is, I told Ryan this story, and he's like, "No, it's perfectly, it's perfectly fine, Sly. I don't get
1: your what your deal is." So I said, "Okay, here's this story, Ryan, and you can tell it." Okay. So this guy. <laughs> So this guy, this happened when he was 15, but it surfaced when he was 24 and he was running. And he originally, after the story broke, he dropped out of the race, but then he came back. He was like, no, I think I could do it, guys. And he didn't win.
0: I I feel like this is one of those cases where people are like, do you have anything embarrassing in your past? He's like, man, I really hope this doesn't get out when he <laughs> says No.
1: So apparently, this is what happened, was he got a break-in charge, and then he got six more offenses between North Carolina and Michigan. So he would travel different states to do this, and he went to prison for this. So two of these offenses included breaking into a local mosquito control property... And he removed spark club wires from vehicles and then would try to start them. And when they couldn't start, he would masturbate.
2: Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> so while the motor was sparking and making noises, he would, you know, that's how he would get off. And he, re- in the, the police report referred to it as masturbating while cranking the engine. And when they asked him about it, he said, I heard about it online. I'm sorry. I just had to do it. <laughs> and not right. only this. Okay, this guy. This guy. I... There's part of me that, like, thinks this guy is awesome. He also <laughs> jumped a fence. He jumped a fence and broke into a police car and broke into the police cruiser and did the same thing. He went joyriding and then, like, stalled the engine and got off on it. And then at one point, he... Uh, at one point, he jumped a chain link fence and broke into a an auto mechanic place and then drove a truck doing donuts on the ground while he was just listening to the engine and masturbating.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to... Like, I won't go as far as, like, kink-shaming, but, like, it is v- definitely weird. <laughs> this is a weird thing. Yeah, I
1: don't want to... Sh- if this was his own car, it would be fine. But this is somebody else's car. I don't want somebody <laughs> yeah. jerking yeah. off in <laughs> my car. It would still be weird in his own car, I yeah, think. Yeah, if you
3: jerk off in your own car, it's not, none of my business. Yeah, if you, get your, if you get your car's
0: consent, I think that's okay. Yeah.
1: Now, it depends, though, because if, if you're in your car's doorway, does that count as public indecency? Could the wee-wee uh, man get away with this? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Oh, like, could
2: you kill someone in there because there's no peers inside your car? <laughs> and, if so... you, and if
3: you jerk off into somebody's gas tank, is that really sexual assault? Yeah. Uh,
2: questions that we're
1: answering here. I'm, so I'm quitting the show right here. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> seeing, I'm seeing
3: a joke forming in my head. It,
0: the crank man drives to the wee-wee man's house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So okay, this this episode apparently doesn't have a whole lot to do with politics. <laughs>
3: hey, well, uh, it was fun after all.
1: Like we thought we were going to be. But, yeah, here
2: for... I'm I'm sorry I started out so serious, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I just wanna I want to say I am apologizing for nothing, because
2: I'm gonna apologize. Th- for,
1: okay, for you this can apologize. entire episode,
0: I'm sorry. Okay,
1: you guys, you guys can apologize all you want, but the world, <laughs> the last couple weeks have been especially rough and terrible. And I think it's important to kind of poke fun and laugh, even at some dark stuff that we talked about. But I think it's important to like realize that not every like not every not not every politician is like out to like not out to like do all their machinations to take away everyone's healthcare. Some of them just want to jerk off in a car. <laughs>
3: That's important
1: to remember. And it's important it's important to every once in a while. Just take, take an episode to just laugh with your buds a little bit.
2: Yeah. Sometimes you just got to stand in the doorway and duel your friends
1: <laughs> So, we, we're not going to... This isn't like the new format of the show.
2: Well, Unless you want be. it
1: to be. Uh, call in yeah, right now. Yeah, but let, let us, let us know.
2: know. Call in right now.
1: We're <laughs> live.
3: Know. Why not? you yeah. you listen to on the podcast app, actually we're live, motherfucker. You can <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, let us
1: know by joining our Facebook group, Oops! I Talked to of Issues. And joining our Discord. And uh, write a review on iTunes about how we shouldn't talk about jerking off anymore. <laughs> and also, maybe don't bring up this in the Comrade Network stuff. Because maybe this will be our little secret, <laughs> listener. <laughs> you don't have to tell the rest of the network about this weird thing we did for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And also,
2: if you don't, if you do, I get off on it. It's my fetish. So. <laughs>
1: So, and nobody wants to get Phil off, so just please do it. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, thank you all for listening to Oops, I Talk Politics. I've been cranking my way to the House of Representatives. My coffee tastes funny.
2: <laughs> I'm Phil the wee-wee man. <laughs>
0: and let me know if any of you guys want to duel.
1: Oops, I ended the podcast independent podcasting network.